Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. What is up, everyone? I'm here with Dr. Lacey, a physical therapist who has been just so kind to agree to jump on today to talk about moms and and empower you to do what you want. And specifically, of course, we're focusing on moms who want to work with dancers. Uh, First of all, just thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you. This is so great. Would you mind talking a little bit about how you started to get into empowering women? especially mom. Sure, sure. So that all started actually once I had my daughter. And um, what I can say is, well, my daughter's a year and a half. So it's, it's been a short time since I've been doing this. But when I was pregnant, things went well. Um, but it was toward the end of the pregnancy. And then after I had my daughter, where things kind of went downhill, I had an obstetrician that really did not take care of my needs like he was supposed to do. Um, He totally ignored me. I I had a C-section, so I wound up getting a a serious staph infection that he did not. He told me that there was no infection. There was nothing wrong. Meanwhile, I've been a PT. I've worked in a hospital for 15 years. So I know what a wound smells like. I know when something is infected. He did not believe a word I said. So come to find out, I had a terrible MRSA infection. It took eight months to clear that thing. And it was just bad. I, it, I just went through so many different phases, had depression, all these things, because my doctor was listening to me. Nobody understood. And I had this baby and I was afraid I was going to give her the infection. And there was like so many other things that went on with it. So as I got better and, you know, things started to clear, I said, you know what? I know there's moms out here who have gone through the same thing that I've gone through. Maybe not the same exact thing, but they've gone through things where people don't listen to them. People, you know, maybe they're having some depressive issues, you know, postpartum depression or, you know, they just don't know what to do. And a lot of times, like when you're a mom, things come up. Um, You may not know, you know, things just come up in general in life. You know, you don't have to be a mom for that, you know, but um, things come up that you may not know about like when you're pregnant or you know after you've had your child what you should do what kind of things you should look for um and if your doctor's not um you know taking care of you or not listening to you what you should do about that so that's kind of how i got into it um it was more of me like trial and error and kind of like figuring out my own life and then talking to other moms and you know knowing that oh you know i'm not the only one i knew i wasn't the only one but just to hear that other moms were going through similar things or things that just weren't working out or maybe a pediatrician wasn't listening to what they were saying about their child like this you know it's it's an open field so um that's kind of how i got in into into what i do as far as empowering moms yeah 
I love that. And and when when Lacey and I were connecting, she's going, I don't see the connection. I said, because there are moms <laughs> going through things like this who still want to work with dancers. It doesn't exactly. mean you need to cut off part of your limb just mm -hmm. because you have a child. Right. And and so that's where your expertise of knowing all the shit a mom mm -hmm. can go through. And and and, and I, I'm sure you've heard even and crazier stories of what right. people have dealt oh, with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where you just feel like even considering following your dream of something like treating dancers, it's just, why would I even have that on the table right now? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So I would love for you to talk about <laughs> work life balance. Does that exist or is that an unachievable thing? Like, let, let's be real. Let's just be frank and put this on the table. Cause I think people sure. are always thinking, I, it needs to be this perfectly scripted, you know, go for it. It is difficult to balance. Let me tell you, when I had my daughter, I was um, out of work for maybe like five months or so. And then I went back to work. So I had, you know, my daughter, I was with her, you know, all time, full time. I had, you know, my mom and my husband helping me, um, some friends. And um, then when I went back to work, it was like, you know, you feel like you're disconnected, like, oh my God, you know, what's going on at home, these kind of things. Um, and it's so tough, you know, you want to be there with your child, but um, you can't, you have to work, you have right. to take care of your family. So there is, it's a tough balance, honestly. Um, you know, in my life, in my motto, family first, um, I actually wound up stop working in April. So I've been full-time mommy duty for four months now. And it, oh! it was a tough, yeah, yeah. It was a tough transition to go from working like, you know, nine to five type of job full time and then you 40. had the pandemic yep literally mm -hmm. literally when you did the trend mm -hmm. and, and it was scary it was it was scary let me tell you the hospital is one of those places that if you never work there and you have patients coming in with covid and this is like a new thing it was the scariest thing and i was so happy i was getting out of there i was i was like in tears almost every day which is so sad to see and i was afraid for myself and then they're telling you about you know the elderly and i have elderly parents who are taking care of my daughter you know like it's just it was crazy but in all honesty you really have to find the balance like you can't just say, I want to do career, career, career. And then you leave your poor kids at home, you know, like they're, they're suffering. So like, you really have to find that balance on how to take care of your family, make sure that your family unit is, is secure, but then you also have to bring in money to pay bills and do things like for your kids and, you know, whatever type of activities or schooling and things like that, that they need. So it's all dependent on, on you and whoever your partner is and, you know, your family structure, like you have to find some sort of balance. And unfortunately, like in American society, working is like two parent families, especially for two parents, or even if you're a single, single mom, oh my goodness, you have to work. Like you may work two or three jobs and it might be hard because you have to either have someone in the family or a friend or babysitting or, you know, sending them out to daycare. It's like really, really scary at this time, you know, cause you don't know who has COVID, who doesn't. And, you know, you have to kind of like trust what's going on, but it's, you're gonna have to kind of find a balance somehow. And that's something like, I can't really tell you, like I say, you have to fi find a balance. Like what works for me, works for me. What works for you, works for you. You just have to make sure that, you know, your kids are set and they're okay. Your family's okay. You're making sure that bills are paid and make sure that you're, you know, you're being there. But like I said, like, it's so tough in society, especially if, you know, now people, you know, some, some people are starting to go back to work and things like that, but other people have lost their jobs, unfortunately. And that's another sad thing. And then you have kids now being homeschooled um, or learning from home or doing like a hybrid learning situation. So that it's so many variables, but 
it's tough to balance. It really is a difficult thing to balance. Like, I'm going to be honest. It's tough to balance. Even like going home full-time mommy duty, it's, it's tough. Like I, from going from working and then coming home, it's like, I'm still having a hard time adjusting. Like, I don't have a schedule. Like, what do I do? Like, should I do, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, but it's a tough thing. You know, you just have to kind of find a balance some, somehow you have to kind of work it out, sit down, write things out. You know, do you have to do vision board, like whatever you need to do to try to balance you know, your situation, your life, and, and, you know, just to make things, things be a family. God bless you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Getting out the demon. <laughs> okay. Now regarding empowering, where do you find you when you're speaking with moms mm-hmm. that they, what are big things that they need to be empowered about? What, what, what do you find yourself covering and talking about most of the time? So, so for my group, I speak with um, pregnant women and women that have toddlers. So from birth all the way to three years old. So usually I have a face group, Facebook group. So what I do is if there's specific topics, I will pull the group and find out exactly what they want to kind of tailor to, to them. But I've also have topics myself um, based on like my own experiences, but I like to you know, with the group, I like to find out what they need and then go from there. So what I do as far as empowering, I provide resources, whatever type of resource that a person needs. So, and I also pull in professionals into, into my group. So if someone needs something about, um, postpartum care, I pulled in like social workers, clinical, um, you know, social workers. Um, I've done, I pulled in physical therapists for like, um, you know, things that you could do, how to carry your child, um, things so you don't injure yourself. Um, also pelvic floor therapists I've had in the group um, to talk about things like that. So things that pertain to the group. So if anyone wants to, you know, work with empowering, you really have to try to give someone the resource. So, and we're already doing That's that. as the whole empowerment yeah, giving yeah, them what, what they need at the end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. Get, helping them to have more control over their life, over their situation, trying to give them a little bit more power to, you know, to deal with what's, what's going on in their life. So, yeah. So, so go ahead. Yeah. So that's, that's, mm-hmm. that, it, so it feels like a lack of control when you become yeah. a new mom. Yeah. That's, yeah. I didn't, I, I did not realize that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys, if you're catching the replay or whatever, just write out uh, control or lose loss of control if you relate mm-hmm. with that when mm-hmm. becoming a mom, loss of control, because that that definitely sounds like a big loss thing. of control. And um, and sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes you have the 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 family structure or friends that can help you. And there's a lot of people that are left out there by themselves. And yeah. those, are the kind, those are the kind of people that I want to connect with. Are the ones that don't have the resources, that don't have the the connection. You know. And I like that whole family oriented to make the group like a family, a community. Um, I think that's like, my, you know, that's that's what I love, you know, to help people Absolutely. that cannot or don't understand or don't, not necessarily understand, but don't know what to do. That's yeah. that that's where that's where I step in and, and try to provide. And I'm, you know, I'm not the the you know like a professional in, in, in everything. I, I mean, I come from a physical therapy background. I've worked in acute rehab. I worked in acute care. And then I also have a child at home, so I'm not like a psychologist or anything like that. So things that I don't know, I pull in people that know those things, those professionals to help. So that's where the tools come in. That's where the resources come in to help someone else. So that's 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 what I do. I love yeah. that. I actually mm-hmm. want to circle back to balance mm-hmm. because, yes, I get it's per person. What are some things you've done for yourself that's created a balance that has helped? Um, so balance as far as like um, even just coming home 
if I need, like for moms, if I need a break, because a lot of times you're in the home, you're with the child all day long. This is just for me in general. And for those who are at home, like stay at home moms, maybe have kids at home because of the COVID situation, you have to take time for yourself. And that's one thing as far as balance, you know, besides working and everything. But if you have your job, you're working your job, you're home, but you have to take time for yourself too. Um, mental health is a big thing. Um, taking care of your needs, making sure that you're, you know, you're comfortable, you're eating right, you're taking care of yourself, you're exercising, you're also doing the things that you tell your patients to do, which is, you know, like, <laughs> hello, I'm a witness. I, you know, we tell our patients like, do this, do this, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. And I, and then secretly you're like, I'm not doing that either, you know. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, in all honesty. So, you know, just making sure that you are a good example of what you're trying to put out. So if you are working with dancers and or anything, you want to make sure that you are the example for that. Um, you know, I don't know, like with your group, if the person who wants to be a dan uh, who wants to work with dancers has to be a dancer or no certain things like I, no, I don't know that do part not. of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. They, they do. Oh, you do not. Okay, you can okay. learn anything and treat whoever you perfect, want to treat. Perfect. Yeah. So, so that, so that's um, something to take into to consideration, like, for example, if you're going to work with dancers, you kind of, you know, I guess there's some sort of training, right? You do training, right, uh, Jenna? You do some sort of training. I do training. Okay. There's a lot of places that give training. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So people do training. Like, if it's something that you don't know, like, let's say for if, if it's me, for example, and I don't know much about that particular area, I would want to go to someone like you, Jenna, and to make sure that I, you know, have the tools and the understanding so that way I can empower someone based on what it is that they need to do. So same thing like when you go to PT school, you're learning all the different things. You're learning the joints, you're learning the muscles, you're learning mobilization, you're learning all, you know, all the key things that you need to, to learn to do the job that it is that you need to, to do. So right, that's right. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. What, what was something you learned recently from mm -hmm. a guest that was a big aha moment? You might have a couple, that's fine, but I'm mm -hmm. so curious on from learning from different things. We're going, mm -hmm. oh man, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had asked a question about, um, it's baby led weaning, which is something I looked into. It's kind of like a, a different thing. Like I've, I've never really understood it until I had my daughter. So it's like so something weaning totally from, from breastfeeding. So not necessarily, you're still, you're still breastfeeding or you're still bottle feeding, formula feeding, whatever, but the baby is literally taking like food and actually learning how to, you know, eat the food, but it's not like you're breaking it down into small little pieces and grinding it up. It's like, you're giving them like pieces of broccoli or like a, a full piece of broccoli. And they're like literally chewing on it and they have to learn how to use their mouth and their, the oral, you know, or a motor motor situation to kind of control like how they're swallowing and sometimes they'll kind of choke a little bit or I should say aspirate sometimes they do choke but that's one thing I did never did but the person was asking about it and I'm like oh this is so interesting but I didn't have anyone that I could I kept asking in the group is it is there anybody that understands anything about this no that thing because I, I don't know like I right, look into right, it but it's yeah. like I'm not an expert so what I wound up doing was telling her um to go and look because Facebook has a million and one groups to go look for a group that specifically caters to that need, you know? So, um, like I said, that, that was like a big thing. I was like, Oh my goodness, it's something that like, I just don't know. So if I don't know something, guess what? I have to be the person to say, you know, try to look here. There's other groups and I've been a part of other groups too, you know, so go, go there, you know? So it's, you know, you try to, you know, like I said, we don't know so much. Yeah, so there's so much to know. Like I don't know everything and, and everybody doesn't know everything. So if you don't know anything, you put someone to the right person and, and then that's then that's it. So 
Yeah. I love that. I think that's really key, especially in, within this group, moms who want to work with dancers and you may have other outside things going on. I definitely think joining your group and having that community is, is so valuable and needed. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it, 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 yeah. Yes, there's a million Facebook groups, but they all have right. specific focuses. If they're exactly. not, they're most likely going to be a group that has a bunch of, bunch of ads and that's it. Right, so you, right. You, you'll join and be like, oh, okay, never mind. Go elsewhere. <laughs> So uh, I, I think I think it's really a blessing, honestly, to bring you on to Thank talk you. about this. So just moms know yet, uh, yet an, another resource. Right. So as they get stuck with things, they can go in in a community and right. emphasis on community. Right. Exactly. That help. That's incredible. Exactly. That's exactly. really incredible. And then uh, I was wondering. You have you have the option where you're bit you've been able to switch to being a full time mommy, mm -hmm. which is incredible and what a gift, honestly, mm -hmm. for mothers who remain working and choose to do that, or mm -hmm. maybe it's your situation and you're just like that's just how I got I got to live my life. Right. I, I don't know. I would love for you to just talk about. Uh, I'm going to backtrack. So I am not a mom myself, but mm -hmm. I know from my many friends who have babies that there's this whole thing with shame and guilt. You feel mm -hmm. guilty from day right. one. You right. always feel guilty about something. Right. So I just want to basically cover anybody who's feeling guilt on either end, being the mom that isn't working or the mom that is working, because you're mm -hmm. always going to feel guilty. Would mm -hmm. you mind just talking about that a little bit to help people accept Sh and embrace what they're doing? Sure. And I've been on both ends of the spectrum, working full time, feeling guilty that I'm not at home with my daughter. I'm like, you know, does she connect with me? Like, I know she knows me as her mom, but I'm not with her all the time. And I feel yeah. guilty. And it's just like, she's with grandma. And then I remember the first time that I left her with my mom and I went back to work for the first time. And she was, I think about four, four, four or so months or so, four or five months. And then when I went to go pick her up, she looked at me like, do I know you? And I was <gasps> like, oh my God. Like I, I was like literally like I know she knows Worst me. Like nightmare come yes, true, right yes. there. Boom. They, they look at you strange when you first drop them off, you know, to wherever they're going. And you pick them up. They're like, I know you, but it's like, it's like a weird, and it just like broke my heart. But you know, she's a baby; she doesn't know any better. But like, you know, I just want moms on that end of the spectrum. Please just understand your baby knows who you are. Yeah. You know, they they were in your womb nine months or however many months they were in there. They heard your voice. Okay. They know you, they know your touch, they know your smell, they know like the heat of your body, they know your heartbeat, they know who you are. So yeah. it's okay when they look at you strange the first time you drop them off at daycare or a family's house or wherever, and you're going to work and come back for the first time, or even like may, it may take some time for them to like really like, oh, like, oh, mama, you know. Right. It takes time. And even my daughter, when she adjusted and she was hanging out with grandma and grandpa, and then I would go pick her up, she would look for me like I would run into the house and I would see her and I like, I got to wash my hands because I'm coming from the hospital. And then she would cry and cry because she wanted me to pick her up. So like, they, trust me, your kids know who you are. So don't, you know, you're going to feel guilty. It's just a part of motherhood, a part of life. You're not the first one to go through it and you're not going to be the last one to go through it. So please just don't, you know, try to just breathe, take time. You know, when you get that baby home, that little child, snuggle with them, love on them, kiss on them, you know, let them know you love them, you know, that sort of thing. And then on the other spectrum, being home and, you know, of course, I'm not making money. Like, I'm not making any money. So for four months, I'm just like draining my savings, unfortunately. So like, you know, the situation is a little tough right now. Um, 
but I would love to be working. But then I'm like, I kind of want to like, I kind of like being home, but I need money, you know? So um, on that situation, you know, you're kind of feeling guilty. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed because you're with the baby all day long, or you, if you're a toddler or a child all day long and you have no adult interaction, now we have social distancing. It's like a disaster, you know, and it's, it's very, very tough. Um, I wish I could just go out and go to the playground. And my, I took my daughter to the playground over the weekend and there were other kids there and she's saying hi to them. Of course, they're like older, so they're not paying any attention to her. And um, I, I was just like, you have to stay away, you know, and I, it just like bothered me. Like my daughter wants to play she's a year and a half like she sees people she sees kids she's like i'm you know, she's ready to go and i felt guilty you know yeah. like I, I this this is not a good time to you know and uh, the whole pandemic situation is like it's causing a lot of people to be depressed like and you know if i don't get outside and take a walk in that sunlight i can you know easily become depressed just like everybody else so um like i said you know if you need a job you're looking for a job you know just keep doing what you do just know that you're home a lot of people don't have the option to be home with your child take the best um opportunity to just do what you can find activities do what you know do as much as you can with, with your child take them outside walk play you know pretend you're a child like you know if you're working or not like if you're working and you come off of work go ride your bikes you know have a good time like run around pretend like a kid because when you know remember if you had a, a a nice upbringing or even if you didn't have a nice upbringing you know how it feels to be a child like to run to play to to just like get the energy out go in the sun yes. like just pretend pretend you're a kid again like that that's like the big biggest thing that I, I love, like with my daughter, she is like a ball of like so much fun. She laughs, she sings, she has a good, I, like, I enjoy that. I'm like, gosh, I want to be a child again. I don't want to be adult. Like that's, that's like my whole, if I could be a child again, I would do it in a heartbeat, like no okay. responsibilities, nothing, uh, but like, just take that time. I know it's a lot of pressure. You may get pressure from family. You may get pressure from coworkers. You may get pressure from your peers. Like, there's so many things going on and you just have to do what's right for you, what's right for your family. That that That's all I, you know, I can really just, you know, give to you as advice. Like you just take the best of each situation, even though you think the grass is greener, sometimes it's not, you know what I mean? Like on the other side, you want to do this, but then when you get there, it's like, no, I want to go back to what I was, you know? So just yeah. like each thing that you're doing, there's a season for everything. Just take things in stride, enjoy where you're at, breathe, you know, just take it all in. You'll get to where you want to go. It may take time. It may take a day, it may take years, but just keep striving to get to that point to where you want to be. But just, you know, just enjoy, just enjoy life. Just, it's easy for me to say, like, it took me a while because I was going through, like I said, that whole postpartum depressive time. And it was tough. Like I, to see me like this, like talking and, and doing interviews. And then I also do interviews on my, in my group, like this is something I would have never dreamed of doing ever. So it's like life just has a way of bringing you to, you know, where you need to be, you know, that it's just, it's just, it's just an amazing thing. You know, when you get to that point, it's just like, wow, when I look back at my life and the things that happened, like, I'm really blessed. Like the, this is like good, like things are turning up. Like I'm going to have bad moments. I'm going to have good moments. It's just life. But just, you know, you got to just take it in stride. That's it. Just got to take it in stride. That One was perfect. <laughs> uh, I, like literally I, I usually do a mic drop moment, but that was it. That was oh, a mic drop moment. So uh, we're going to, we're going to cut, cut right here. Cause okay. I just, I, I'm like, it, it was just beautiful. Like 
We need mic drop moments like that. And mm-hmm. it happens so organically. Yes, Lacey. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so good. Thank you. I, I, I'm fulfilled. And I'm not even a mom. We're looking to being parents, my husband and I. So, awesome. so awesome. I'll be I'll be coming to your group once okay. he's on that. But thank you so much for coming You're on. Uh, yes. What is the name of your Facebook group so people can sure. join? Sure. My Facebook group is called Jubilee Mama Empowerment. So Jubilee, um, my, my daughter's name is Jubilee, of course. Oh, but, <laughs> but, but the word is like really important um, because it's, it's a celebration. Jubilee is a celebration of an anniversary or a special event. So I want people to celebrate motherhood. That's what I want. Yes. That's why I call yes. it Jubilee Mama Empowerment. And I'm there to help empower people. And pray that they empower people too. It's like, you know, you pay it forward. If I'm empowering yes. you, you better be empowering somebody else. That's, yep. that's, okay. there, there, exactly. uh-huh. yes. Oh, I love that. I exactly. love that so much. Yes, guys, yes. Let's be inspired by Lacey and just keep paying it forward in this group. Any information yes. you find on Dance PT or whatever, please go and share. All right. Thank you so much for sure. coming on. Thank you. You are, you are incredible. <laughs> Thank I take you. care, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks. <laughs>